Hi everyone, this is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. Welcome to another show. Hey John. Hello Mark. How are you? I'm fine, having a good day. Excellent. Good to be here, but I'm excited because you have a guest. Yes, we do have a special guest today. And his name is Brian Reeves. Hey Brian. Hey Mark, how are you? Ah, I'm fantastic. I'm glad that you came to the show, Speak Brave, where we talk about the business of life with a wrinkle of truth and courage. Are you ready to speak brave? Yes, I'm glad to be here. Okay, so let's do it. So tell us about who you are. How did you become Brian Reeves that we know and respect? And so we can go from there. Sure, absolutely. Well, I'm a native of Jamaica, migrated here to the U.S. in 1993, but went straight to New York. Spent a uh, better part of a few years there, and about probably six, seven years ago, I relocated to Florida here. But the journey there in New York, obviously, I've had a wife and two sons, so that um, all came about since I was there living in Brooklyn. Then we bought a home on, uh, in Queens, I should say. Then my mom and I uh, moved to Staten Island at that point. Then, you know, I met my wife, and then we married there. and. A few years after we relocated here to Florida, yeah. so uh, hopefully that um, kind of encompasses why uh, I'm here in Florida finally. Well, it that it does, it does. You know, I have a follow. I have a question. Obviously, I'm I'm curious. Um, New York, right? I mean, goodness, I have a lot of the, friends from New York. Uh, go ahead. I've never been to the Big Apple. You never been to the Big Apple? Well, you no. You know what? We have to go. We have oh, to go. Have to go. And we'll go. We we'll do the podcast from there. Yeah, we'll do the podcast from the Empire State. I mean, you already yeah. do it on the International Space Station. That's true. That's true. This podcast... That's actually a lie, but... It's, <laughs> no, it's not. It's an aspiration. You always reach for higher. So, tell us how, how was your life in New York? Well, what's some things, the crazy stuff that happened? Because, you know, everyone has a crazy New York story. I need to hear one. Well, but the, the only thing I, I can add to that is, obviously, the first time when I, I went to New York... Uh, the snowfall was somewhat of a delight because it was my first experience ever seeing snow. Mm -hmm. But after a while, when you buy your own property and you have to shovel that snow, that's something totally different. At that point, I'm like hating snow because you have to shovel your car out, you have to shovel the driveway, the sidewalks and all that stuff. So, you know, that's the only uh, bad thing I would say that I experienced when when it comes to um, my first snowfall it was delightful, but over time, when you see that you have to push that stuff away, yes, you know, it wasn't yes, so delightful yes, after all. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I know a little bit about snow, but, uh, you know, we all live in Florida now, and we uh, do the best that we can uh, to watch snow on TV. So all those people up north have to deal with it, and they can come down to Florida and enjoy everything that we have to offer so now you're in Florida tell us a little bit about what you do and I want to make sure I tell the audience why Brian is here I known Brian for several years I met him uh, through Toastmasters meeting uh, at a local club and he became a Toastmaster then he had to leave to pursue and build his business and why I'm excited to work with you through this podcast and just to collaborate you in the future is that I've seen you do very strategic and very, um, how should I say, strategic and very wise business moves. I've seen you, uh, maybe just the way you operate, and it's just very, very strategic, very methodical and effective. 
In fact, I would say you're one of the most successful independent sales rep in your industry that I have met. And I want to know what is the juice? What is the secret? You know, everyone wants to know the silver bullet, right? So number one, what is, there's no silver bullet. There's, there's work, there's grind, there's hustle, there's a decision. But what are some things that have helped you to catapult you to where you are now? Can you tell us more? Sure, absolutely. One of the things when I relocated to Florida here, uh, the only person I know at the time was my aunt and my brother. My aunt lived here for about 25 years. She relocated from uh, California. But the fact of the matter is, she was not an extrovert. She didn't know anybody other than who she works with or on her block, so to speak. And then my brother, he lives in uh, Lakeland, and that's a, a, a few miles away. So strategically, I immediately saw value in joining the local chamber of commerce. Because if you're in business and you want to meet other business people, that's the place to, to at least initially start. Uh, after I joined the chamber, I was uh, able to speak to the vice president of membership. And I said, you know, obviously I'm with uh, the chamber and I've been, you know, having some traction in business. I want to give back. And that's one of the key components. A lot of folks don't realize that you have to be involved in your community from a social uh economical standpoint or just from a project-oriented uh, standpoint where you're giving back. So one of the things is Rotary Club actually gives you that opportunity. And the third organization that I uh, joined uh, just to get that sense of another business aspect was BNI, which is Business Network International. So all three initially catapult me uh, to somewhere where I would have never been in front of the business community on my own. So what I like about this story, Brian, is that if you are in business, if you made a decision, there was a path, right? There's a blueprint. There was a map. And you just told us, right? You, you didn't know anyone here. You had an aunt and an uncle? A uh, brother. A brother. Okay. So two family members. Mm -hmm. So in that short period of time, now tell us, not who do you know, but how do you fit in? into this, um, this network, this puzzle of the community that you're building. Uh, so from zero to... Well, you know, currently I would say I know quite a few people, especially the movers and shakers in the city. If I need something to be done, even uh, from a, a referral standpoint, I could think of more than at least two, three business owners that I can call to fix a specific problem. It could be a plumbing issue, roofing issue, air condition, it doesn't matter. If I have an issue where I need to speak to somebody in City Hall, I know the city manager, I know the commissioners, I know, you know, so many people from a, a city level uh, and, you know, the planning development community here locally as well. I'm aware of projects that are going on because I've been so involved in all these different facets of organization that you know it, it makes itself avail uh, to let me know immediately what's happening within my community so i've seen over the years where i've gone as you said from knowing nobody here to where folks are actually calling me and asking me hey brian i need this done who would be the best person to have 
you know, me do that. Even from a window washer standpoint, I've had people call me and say, I need my windows washed at home. Do you know of a window washer? And from that small person to somebody who can be a contractor to build in homes or so, I can refer a myriad of folks to, you know, uh, help them. So um, it's about relationships, isn't it? Absolutely. It's about relationships. Uh, How do you feel about, you know, we live in a crazy world. And when I say crazy world, I mean technologically advanced world where everyone has a phone, a laptop, a computer, and we all connected, right? But yes. we also disconnected at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's like this dichotomy, this, this double-edged sword. A lot of people that I have, that I have met and see and interact with, uh, like yourself, and then there's another, another side where business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs, they want to connect but they hide behind their laptop. Do you ever see that? It's like, oh, I want to be successful. I want to be out there. But you know what? I just don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable getting out of my house. I don't feel comfortable leaving my uh, laptop or my device. What would you tell to, to, to the people? I mean, can you build a business like that? Or maybe it's for them. I mean, what? just tell, give, give us a little insight on that. Yeah, maybe if you're a programmer, you can build a business like (laughs) that, (laughs) where you just have to deal with the computer per se. But, you know, if you are a business owner that are looking for customers, that are looking to have a network of folks, as I've mentioned with the Chamber, there is so many people joining the Chamber on a daily or weekly basis that you would have never really known without them being a part of the chamber. And now that you're a part of the chamber, that gives you an opportunity to meet these people. But even on a personal level for myself, uh, obviously I'm in a, a business that I need to share with folks. And when I meet these, especially new members or seasoned member members of the chamber, I don't just go puking or for lack of a better word (laughs) or spewing all that i do on those persons you know i set up an appointment to meet with them with the objective of learning more about Mm. their business so that i could refer them and guess what happens during that conversation eventually they're going to be like man brian knows so much about my business and i know nothing about what he does and sometime at, at some point in time they'll stop me and say hey brian what do you do? And then when I share my information to them, you know, it's either they go, wow, you know what? I've been going through some situation and I need that service to do certain things. So you'll find that it becomes a value added uh, information meeting for them where, you know, I can refer them, of course, but they have uh, an immediate need for my services. And, you know, uh, a very high percentage of folks will enroll in uh, my services, yeah. I, I, I once heard a yeah. I once heard a speaker say that the ultimate connectivity in relationship building, regardless of whether it's finding a customer or just simply creating a relationship that can develop into something that both parties benefit from, is that the first step in any relationship is make a friend. That's the rapport yeah. part of the process. And usually to create rapport, and Brian is emblematic of this, Brian is going to go in there with the objective of getting to know as much about that individual and their business and their life because that's where he finds a need. Yes. yes. And Brian would be able then to say, I know how you feel. 
I have something that I believe I can share with you that might help you with that need. So what you do is you move from making a friend and finding a need to becoming a problem solver and a partner in helping his business and his profession become more successful. And I think that is the best formula that you will ever hear. It's, 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 it's the best formula, and I do agree with that. I also, um, the reason I have such a high admiration and for your skills and for acumen is that I see you do it every day. Mm-hmm. And I see you do it every day. Um, we don't interact every day, but we interact on social media. I see you like my posts or you share my posts and I do the same with you. Um, I just want to make sure that you talk about that. Uh, what is your strategy? How do you use social media so it's not a time suck, but it's rather a time multiplier? Something that you think, okay, what can I do? Am I here to diddle-daddle or am I here to move my uh, course forward? Can you tell us specific strategies that you have used that worked really well and that can help the listeners as well? Sure. Uh, one of the things that, you know, in this day and age, folks can have, say, two, three, four thousand uh, friends. Four thousand friends. Yeah. And, and then they <laughs> hardly know probably two, three hundred of them. But, you know, one of the, the, the great connectors here is getting to know the person on a, on a one-to-one level. In a sense, for example, if I sat down and met with a, a business owner that I've never met before, during even that conversation at the table, we could become friends on social media. Obviously, at that point, I know about them, they know about me. And one of the things that I've done over the years, it's, it's good enough to like posts while you're seeing them with your friends, but guess what? If I comment on it and said, hey, happy birthday, Mark, happy anniversary, be it if it's a job or a relationship type anniversary, you, you know, you feel like a king right away because, hey, Brian commented on my post. <laughs> We're friends, you know. Yeah. And then that interaction that develops over the years, is, is, it creates a better bond. So in the business community, guess what? Even if they have more than one local uh, associates with my company that do what I do, guess what happens? I'm going to be number one to Mark in when it comes to a referral standpoint if he has to refer anybody to my company. Absolutely. Um, John, did we talk about what Brian does? Did we mention it? Not in this particular so, so, gathering, and I think the people need to hear what it is that Brian actually does. So, Brian, can you tell us, because I want to make sure that the listeners are not in the dark, uh, let's, let's make sure that we bring light to this. Sure. I'm an independent consultant with Legal Shield, and what we provide is high-quality, cost-effective legal and identity theft services. Legal services for individuals and small businesses and identity theft uh, services for the individual as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure that we will document that. It's a good company. They're based in Ada, Oklahoma. By the way, Brian, if I could, just as a side question, have you met Darnell Self? Yes, I have several times. Darnell Self, I've heard and not met in person, but I've listened to him. He is an outstanding, not just successful leader, but a great motivational speaker as well. Absolutely. One of his uh, achievements or accomplishments, he was, uh, I guess, dubbed uh, with the Black Chamber of Commerce. I guess the uh, twice he has won the award of uh, small business from the African American Chamber of Commerce. He's the only one has ever received that accolade twice. Darren Self. Darnell. Darnell. Darnell Self. Uh, that's something I didn't know, and mm-hmm. I'm going to look it up and also make sure that we, when I talk about this episode, I talk about it and I write it up as well. Um, so thank you for that. 
So, Brian, I have another question for you. What do you think is your biggest failure? And you can Ouch. talk about... And, Ouch. And, and you know, this is speak brave. Well, it is, but... <laughs> Ouch. The, the, the reason that I like to talk about this um, in our business, right, in a communication relationship business, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes one of the best ways we can establish rapport mm -hmm. um, and connection with the audience is by sharing our failures, sometimes flaws, sometimes firsts. Um, we already have a report with you, but I want to make sure people get to know you. And it could be personal, it could be business, it could be just something that happened today, uh, but something that you know. I understand when we talk about our failures or perceived failures, when we can talk about it, meditate on it, not push it away, and share it with the others, when we tell our, our darkest stories or you know, I don't know if you're comfortable with that, but uh, stories that we can have, we have a chance for growth, and this is this is all about growth. So, will you tell us your failure, something that you have learned from, and can share with us? Well, one of the things I would think of immediately from a business standpoint, and it's obviously sometimes hard to even think of uh, failures uh, when it comes to you personally or from a business standpoint. You always think about the good things or the good old days so to speak, but one of the things that um, ha will happen to a business owner if they're not careful is that you get comfortable in doing business the way you do business in the sense that, you know, if you're not intentional about what you're doing, you'll find some stagnation when it comes to growth. So from a business standpoint, I was just doing the same or do, and, and it's often said that if you want to grow, you have to do something differently. So one of the things that I've started since January 1st, there's a gentleman in our company by the name of George Benton, and he has developed, along with uh, a few of his experiences, be it with Tony Robinson and, and those guys, with a, a certain tracking system with our business. So before that, I was just doing business without tracking my business, without staying on top of my numbers or trying to gauge where my goal is, where I need to be, what okay. I need to do. Okay. So I was failing from a business standpoint by not even tracking my business in that sense, believe it or not. So this gentleman, Mr. George Benton, uh, came up with this group on Facebook, which is, you know, I've joined through my company. And what we do is, in essence, come up with a, a spreadsheet that you use to track your business daily. And obviously, you stretch out your goals for the year, what you need to do per month, what you need to do per week to the very day. So you know systematically the income-producing activities that you need to focus on in our company. So up until that point, uh, just to give you a synapse of what happened, since I started with this program January 1st of this year, of this year uh -huh. I've been able to accomplish my goals at least two months ahead of where I need to be with my company just by tracking my numbers and focusing on the income producing activities. Mm -hmm. And I've shared this with a few uh, uh, folks out of my organization that are out of my company uh, that are VPs with other companies and they need to track their business as well and they were very impressed with the formula that we use. I mean, obviously on the spreadsheet they change a few things that is yeah. specific to their business but um, I've seen I've implemented that. So what used to be 
considered a failure or a, a, a lull in my business has become a catapulting point because I've tweaked a few things and started to focus on the income producing activities. I love that because every right. business or every enterprise cannot survive if you don't if you don't spend your time on income producing activities and also on tracking them, tracking them in a way that's meaningful, gives you accountability and easy to understand, right? Is that, is that what you're referring to here? Yep, you're on point. Okay. Well, he's also right about this point too, and we've heard this said before, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over <laughs> yes. and over again and expecting different results. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Uh, Brian, it's such a delight to have you, and also I appreciate your generosity uh, sharing your strategy um, with us and with listeners. So as we come into close of the episode, what is something that you're working on right now that truly excites your heart, that makes your soul dance in the rain? <laughs> that is what we want to hear. This is what the, your passion project. And then tell us where people can connect with you, find you if they want to get more information and work with you. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I would uh, piggyback to, too, I mean, the, the, the fact that Jared Benton had shared that information with us, that's like the pinnacle of my focus at this point, to be honest with you, because this is so revolutionary in, in what we do uh, and the results that all the folks that are in the group that is experiencing, that they're experiencing right now, it's phenomenal. You know, it's growth from all facets of our business be it uh, in Performance Club, which our company runs uh, to go on trips and all that good stuff. But, you know, it's it's just one of those game changers for me that uh, being so early in the year to see the transformation with the data and, and what it brings to the table with, you know, the uh, income producing activity, the results. If you focus on uh, just the income producing activity, guess what happens? The results will show up over the years and obviously um, you know from a standpoint where folks want to reach out to me uh, my website it's uh, www.enrollusnow.com which is e-n-r-o-l-l-u-s-n-o-w.com and my cell if somebody wants to speak to me personally it's 863-899-1986 that's fantastic um Thank you so much, John. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you, everyone who listened and tuned into this episode. I think it has tremendous value. I will be listening to it over and over again to make sure that I get pumped to go out and focus on my uh, one-page productivity sheet, which I also use for my business, but you have shared parts of it with me. Thank you for that. It's simple paper and pen and grids and descriptions. And that is the what brings you forward, isn't did that he, right? Did he say grits? Grits, <laughs> grits. <laughs> but you know what? Some people are hungry, obviously. So that's what we have going on. So Brian, thank you for coming coming up uh, for the for the recording of the show. And I will see everyone next time. And don't forget to speak brave. <laughs>